0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Dave Smith.
1: And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Monday, August 29th, and we're here with you updating whenever there's news, all day, every weekday. NASA's first mission to the moon since 1972 will have to wait about another week. The Artemis One mission was supposed to lift off this morning, sending a crewless capsule on a 42-day trip around the moon and back. Thousands had traveled to Florida to see the launch. Even VP Kamala Harris was scheduled to attend. But a fuel leak was discovered last minute, and now liftoff won't happen until Friday at the earliest, according to the AP. Artemis 1 is the first major test flight in NASA's plan to get astronauts back onto the lunar surface by 2025. And it's part of the more ambitious goal of sending humans to Mars.
0: The U.N. says that help is on the way for the Zaporizhzhia nuclear power plant, which has been at the center of fighting in Ukraine recently. A team from the International Atomic Energy Agency is scheduled to arrive this week, and the visit has been given the green light by Russia, whose forces now control the plant. Over the weekend, Ukraine reported shelling in the areas around the plant. The fighting has prompted concern about the potential for a nuclear disaster. According
1: to a letter obtained by Politico, U.S. intelligence officials have told Congress that they're going to assess the potential risks to national security caused by Donald Trump's mishandling of top secret documents at Mar-a-Lago. Politico says this is the first time the intelligence community has acknowledged to Congress the harm the missing documents may have caused. And in more Mar-a-Lago news, a federal judge says she's considering granting a request made by Trump's legal team to have an independent official oversee the review of all the materials the FBI seized a few weeks ago.
0: Britney Spears is speaking out about her recently terminated conservatorship. The pop star posted a 22-minute audio clip to YouTube on Sunday, which has since been deleted. She talked about the abuse she suffered during the 13 years her family was in charge of her life. I had to do what I was told. Um,
2: I was told I was fat every day. I had to go to the gym. I had to just... And um, I never remember feeling so demoralized and just... They made me feel like nothing, and I went along with it because
1: I was scared.
0: Spears also said she's turned down, quote, lots and lots of money to do a tell-all interview with Oprah because she says her experience is, quote, beyond a sit-down proper interview.
1: If you see any fish-flavored treats falling from the sky over the next few months, you might want to leave them for the raccoons. The USDA is dropping oral rabies vaccines from planes and helicopters to fight outbreaks in wildlife, particularly raccoons. They'll be scattered in rural, suburban, and urban areas across the East Coast through October. And don't worry, if your dog picks one up and eats it, it's totally safe.
0: Hey, if you like any of these segments that we're producing for the refresh from Insider, did you know that you can share any of them on social media? It's true. Just look in the description section of your podcast app and you'll see a little share link next to each story. It's super easy. Give it a try. Coming up, we dive into a new workplace scam, outsourcing your job. The deadliest monsoon season in three decades continues to take its toll on Pakistan. International rescue efforts have just arrived in Islamabad to help thousands of newly displaced residents. More than 1,000 people have died so far this summer, and the government is saying nearly a million homes have been damaged.
1: Residents of central Mississippi, including in Jackson, are bracing for flooding. The state's governor declared a state of emergency on Saturday, and the mayor of Jackson, Chokwe Lumumba, has been telling residents to get out now. He says the Pearl River, which runs through the city, is expected to crest at about 36 feet today, putting at least 150 homes at risk. He talked to CNN's Pamela Brown Sunday night.
0: We're also concerned because our residents have been inundated uh, with persistent rain over the last few days. Mm. So we've already been contending with uh, flash flooding. The last known member of an indigenous tribe in the Brazilian Amazon has died. Westerners knew him as the man of the hole, because they observed him digging holes for shelter and to trap animals. Cattle ranchers and land grabbers killed the rest of his tribe in the 70s, and he survived alone in the jungle ever since. Brazilian officials found his body in a hammock. He was most likely in his 60s and died of natural causes. Activists are grieving his death and the loss of yet another indigenous culture from the Amazon.
1: It was a big weekend for record-breaking auctions. Very exciting. First up was Princess Diana's 1984 black Ford Escort sports car. The souped-up version of the popular family car sold for over $760,000, which, yes, is definitely a record for the Ford model. And second, a Mickey Mantle baseball card from 1952 sold for over $12.5 million. That's the highest sale ever for sports memorabilia. And as you can imagine, the card is incredibly rare and in near-perfect condition.
0: If you've been meaning to order your free COVID test from the federal government, do it now. The White House says it's suspending the program on Friday because Congress has not approved more funds to replenish the country's stockpile. I guess it's a good thing that COVID is over, lol. The government has sent tests to more than half of all U.S. households since January, and it's still accepting orders before September 2nd. Fans of working from home often say it offers a better work-life balance, freedom to walk the dog or do a load of laundry. But what if it freed you up from doing the actual work? Our regular contributor, Rebecca Knight, says some folks are using work-from-home policies to scam their boss by outsourcing their job. Rebecca, what is going on here?
2: Well, first of all, I want to say that... The vast majority of workers are doing their jobs and diligently attending their meetings, getting their work done, walking their dog for 15, 20 minutes during the day. Most workers are doing their jobs. But there are some workers who have this nefarious side hustle and they are finding other people to do their jobs for them.
0: So we actually talked to you a while back about people who are outsourcing interviews like folks who might have a coach or a ringer offering them answers off Zoom camera during interviews. So there is some precedent here.
2: Exactly. And so if this is most common, according to the people I spoke to in um, IT centric jobs, so coding, developer, technical roles, they're being hired to do a job. And then they are finding other people often in lower cost countries like China and Pakistan and India to do the work for them. And so the people who are working for the global companies, often based in the US or Western Europe, they can then have multiple contracts at these companies.
0: So this idea isn't really new, right? Why are we hearing about it more now?
2: many people have done this in the past. There was a story in China back in 2013. An American programmer at Verizon had outsourced his job to China so he could watch cat videos. He was found out by the company, and that story briefly set the internet on fire, as those stories often do. But it's happening now more and more because of, as you said, we're in this remote work era where many people aren't physically going to an office so they can get away with this more. We're also amid an acute labor shortage. There simply aren't an enough workers to do the jobs that companies need them to do and so and so employees have the upper hand here.
0: So how are workers actually getting away with this?
2: A hiring manager might be inclined to look the other way. I mean, the work is getting done. And if they might suspect that that someone that they hired to do the job isn't doing the job because, say, the work takes an excessive time to complete, their employee can't come on camera, can't make that certain meeting, the IT department notices something going on with the IP activity, which is going to set up some red flags.
0: So when I first read this story, I was thinking, What's the big deal? I mean, as long as the work gets done, right? Isn't that kind of what we all care about, that the work just gets done?
2: Actually, a lot of people on LinkedIn have said, well, look, companies have been taking advantage of workers forever. This is one time that workers are paying them back. Okay, sure. That's one argument. <laughs> but but it, it is highly unethical. The company thinks they've hired you and your credentials and your expertise and your background. They are paying you and you're not doing that job. And so... It really opens the company up to a lot of vulnerabilities and security breaches. There could be accidental or even purposeful data leakage. It's also much more susceptible to intellectual property theft or stealing secrets or software or
0: code. Boils down to don't engage in fraud, guys. Just don't.
2: Yeah, not a good idea.
0: So what would need to change in order to stop this from happening in the future?
2: Managers, employers need to understand how to effectively manage their remote work. Forces. There needs to be more training on technology protocols and data privacy. Hybrid and remote work is here to stay. Too many workers say that it is critical to their work life satisfaction. And I think that they're showing they can get the job done when they're working from home. And so to take that away from them is not a smart business move. And a lot of employers have recognized that. At the same time, they need to understand okay, so this is going to be the workforce we have. We need to figure out how we're going to do it and how we're going to build and maintain trust.
0: Rebecca, always a pleasure.
2: Always a pleasure coming on.
0: Rebecca Knight is a senior correspondent covering careers and the workplace at Insider.
1: Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show.
0: The Refresh from Insider is produced by Frank Alito, Grace Eliza Goodwin, and us, Dave Smith.
1: And Rebecca Ibarra. Carrie Donahue is our executive producer. Andy Bowers is head of audio at Insider.
0: Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.